cowards. We are lazy you cowards. even we'll talking about this? You're 24 years old and you're talking about this yeah. offends me oh, yeah. deeply. Because oh, it yeah. means you're a lazy coward. Uh-huh. You can do it Man. on your own yes. just fine. Correct. And you decide to augment with drugs? What uh-huh. the yeah, but fuck we, is we can party with without drugs Man. too. Everything but we you still said do is correct. Because it's more lit. I mean, but that's the whole Man. thing is that uh, you, you don't need the help. So why take it? Extra. All right. I'm gonna put Extra. the same. I'm gonna put the same argument to makeup. You know, women shouldn't wear makeup for the same reason. No, it's, but I don't wear. Women no more makeup. You don't need it without it. That's so lazy. Why not just run yeah, and Pam, lose weight? Same oh. argument. Stupid. I, pay, I run and lose weight all the time. I'm not. Then yeah, this isn't for you. I don't I use so dick mad pills. I bet Sam doesn't even use dick pills. It's just for the sake of the argument. Maybe. I'm just saying it's offensive that a person under 30 would even conceptualize using them. Because you can do fine without it's them. It's not. Come on. But then why? I don't care about your feelings. Because, no, because it's just, it's like, okay, uh, like, have this sex or just have this wild and crazy ravenous sex. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to just turn Robert, it down on the do on the premise of I don't need them. Like, okay, somebody offers me a line of Coke and be like, like and I'm drunk. Oh, I'm drunk. I don't need that Coke. Like, pill. you'll never hear me say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone's going to give me drugs. I'll be like, all right, hey, listen, I don't need these drugs. I most certainly don't need them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And dude, honestly, wrong with they do all the time. Oh, something's it's, wrong, this why you get so addicted I'm gonna to take pills. a pill to fix it. Yeah, but it's that's not our fault. No, my exactly. parents gave me pills. No, my parents gave me pills. I mean, I'm just lucky that I never was put on all that fucking methamphetamine as a child. Yeah. I, I don't think that you need it Me and it Sam were. That's why we're so fucked up. And then up. they fucking give it to you, and then you're 30, and you think that there's a pill for everything. Your kidneys are going to be fucked when you're in your 40s. Yeah. you take this many drugs no, when you're Advil young. Does the same Have you ever thought 40s. about what long-term Adderall or speed usage does we, You don't when you're a kid. You're going to be on diet. When you're 45. Oh God! Don't say this shit. It makes me want to drink. It makes me want to drink for a baby girl. Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have pacemakers that are so the lit. Dialysis machines are gonna be able to put them in your breast pocket. It's gonna be fine. What if I name my daughter Dialysis? That's a you know those name. hip oh. dialysis? dialysis Dialysis Atkins. That's Dialysis very Atkins. Oh my God! And Atkins She's is the name Pisces. of the diet. She's a Pisces. I'm a Taurus. Says she's expensive, but I could afford it. My friend drives a Taurus. All right. Dick pills. I, wah, wah, wah. Dude, I like to dick rant. Pills Ranting is like one of my norm. favorite things to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, do you, but like I, I understand where you're coming from with a dick pill, but like you, you can apply that attitude to any drugs. Yeah. For sure. And to makeup and to, I mean, what? Women women have so much. The only know, reason why I agree with you is because if you don't need dick pills, they really give you the rapey vibe. Like they really Oof. give you the ha ha. They turn you into a caveman. <laughs> My, dude, like you're it like, is funny. It is I've funny. Never like you're aggressively that. horny, and it's like, okay. Like. You ever take? You ever take one, and then just like with your friend, just like one friend, like you both take it, and then you yes. go to his kids, like, like. Dude, <laughs> you go I don't have any friends and kids on baseball teams. You go to your cousin's bar mitzvah when you got yeah. a tooth pill, and you hang out with all those. Yeah, and you're aggressively and you're horny. In the corner. Oh, <laughs> and you slow yeah, dance you, with you them. You can overpower the boner, but like you, you can't overpower down. the nut thing that you happens. You slow down. You slow dance right. with them, and you your keep the right distance, just like the janitor, so that you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very funny image in my head. Or you can go goodbye horses and just shove your sack behind. Rock, oh, yeah, <laughs> not good looking kids. <laughs> Youth league softball. Can I have your number? <laughs> Intermural baseball. I am. Can we play 50. this in the morning? Can we do this? Can this be our drive time show? We can play it. Drive time live. <laughs> Mutiny Radio in the morning with Billy Bill, Sam Carroll, and Pam Benjamin. Give it a two. Give it a two. Mutiny Radio in the morning. Fucking up frequencies and shit. Oh, I know. Could be the new Delilah, Pam. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Before your time. (laughs) Before your time. You mean Elvira? No, she hosted the greatest soft rock, soft pop adult contemporary show that with a Christian lean on 94.5 K Bay. She was nationally syndicated. 
Miro and Pebbles. Dude, she used to play Katie Lang. <laughs> the jam scam she, hour. She used to play Tears up. in Heaven by Eric Clapton back to back. And then she'd play, Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere. And I was like, damn, I guess I, also, I too lost a friend somewhere in the bitterness. I'm eight years old. And then she and then she play. What's it like down in Bakersfield? You're you're a good enough singer and you know music well enough that you could do a whole montage of karaoke songs that could be very very funny. Especially since you're so young and if you did them from a whole different time period, like even if you did like the history of music through karaoke, starting with the Bee Gees right. and did your funny voice and then like. Eh. I mean, it's almost. That's <laughs> where it began. Me and Aaron. If, if anyone doesn't know, me and Aaron are hella good at karaoke. But my point is that it'd be a That's funny joke. It would started. be like Saturday Night Live when the, when he did the thingy with the lounge music with the girl and the piano and the Will Ferrell. The lounge. Oh, you I cashed have, this have, last I time. No, baby. Yeah, let me get some herb. There's no. plenty. I've got a whole. Goodbye, reefer. Goodbye, reefer. Taking. They're taking our reefer. What Harry if they give talk show on SNL? Wait, <laughs> that's our left one. All right, what if they're taking our goods? Well, they're taking our reefer. Actually, they're giving you us put back. Put your weed the in there. Gun sales have oh, gone wait, up do you hear that? That's gunshots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? No, it's that's still fireworks. No, yeah, 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 that's, that's fireworks. Yeah. fireworks yeah. Yeah. I said a hilarious that sounded really different out, from the fireworks. I've been watching my alone show, and Dude, every time there's a noise, that's a puma. That's gunshots. People be like, that's a motherfucker. Yeah, I have gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> you know I have no idea if it's fire. Yeah, fired. exactly. Do this gunshots. Yeah. No, it was so straight. The sound, like your sounds, were just so staggered and not City. fucking. You know, I'm a white guy. I don't know shit. Want to hear what it sounds like when a when a Wait. horn has sex? <laughs> oh my god, are those gunshots in the house? Yeah. <laughs> you should have said that into the mic. <laughs> Don't worry, I was uh, distracting him with my horn. I've sex. got, I've got my new inappropriate joke, but I think I need to sell it to Warhol or give it to him. Bit it right now. It's the, I've, I've said it a couple times, but so you know how Tiger Woods is really rich, and he's also half Thai and half black. Right. Do we call him a tycoon? Uh, it's so good. I feel it's like good. it has to have been done before. Has to have been done before. <laughs> but no, it's it should so already good. be on the internet. But it's good. I'm, I am. I am yeah. more clever than people give. Actually, this is this COVID's actually quite helped me out. I'm sorry that weed is so bad and my bong doesn't work either. It's just such like a. It's just, it's just a, a disaster. It's a recipe for disaster. Pam, what you just said reminds me of something that I've been saying. The only time I know that I'm better than you is if you say you think you're better than me. You just said every nobody says that I'm talented or creative. Right. He thinks I'll protest too much. No, no, I do. I oftentimes <laughs> feel. But no, lately I've felt really great about it since COVID started because I'm part of all these other weird things. And I'm like, since comedy sort of disappeared and I've been one of the only people that has access to it, I I've watched my sets. I'm way funnier than I was like six months ago. Like I'm much more comfortable. And maybe it's because everybody else sucks because they're not getting the time that I'm getting. And so yeah. I'm like, ha, 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 look at me get better. And you all get worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Worse. Yeah, maybe it's not me getting better. Maybe it's just everybody else getting worse. And I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of just be indifferent to it. I think being indifferent to people getting worse is, is the best attitude because obviously the worst part of you is going to be like, yes, everybody's sucking. Yeah, the but the best, part. yeah, the best part of you should be like, oh, I'm trying to make them better. And like being in the middle is just is a good person. I think. Oh, no, like I'm the I'm trying to help I'll people. I'm, a, I'm trying to thing. I'm trying to help a specific group of people get better like yeah other than like your that, friends fuck them. everybody else is a yeah, dick everybody else can suck a dick yeah sure. everybody else yeah all right no one wants friends. me to read a poem yeah no oh I, your stuff your work is so good yeah no new friends no no you've got no. all your you, um just a mess of haikus ain't your story this one comes in i an like Irish curtains bowl. that don't quite shut i like bread knives that don't quite cut I like rips in blue jeans. I like people who can't say what they mean. I like spiders with no legs, pencils with no lead, ants with no heads, worms that are half dead. I like holes. I like coffee cold. I like creases in neat folds. I like signs that just don't know where they're going. But under attack here at Mutiny Radio. I like angry poems. I like the way you can't pin down the sea. 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 The sea, sea. Oh, I love nice. the sea. -E like sea, though. Like, 
Yeah, I got like it. C. Yeah, I got that homonym there at the end. You know, that Mutiny was nice. Radio was founded in a mutiny uh, in an 1800s uh, sea vessel. Sure. So Ooh, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's what Pam told me. Yeah. Sir John Crozier was the captain of the ship. He didn't respect the men's needs. That's what happened. Right, boys? They're like, let's get a mutiny and just do comedy. Aye. We just want to do stand-up comedy. This ship be to an not a place audience. for harboring mutiny. Or harboring resentment. If only there was a way for tens of people to tune in and hear what we have to say. <laughs> tens of people. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, that's... No, this is a very syndicated podcast. Doesn't it go out to like five? Well, this is this today? one's called Pop Off, and he hasn't been doing it for a while since COVID. So we're popping off, baby. Yeah, and he oh, yeah. and he actually plays um, <laughs> usually plays eighties music, which is really cool. And he calls it something like Dusty Cove or something. Anyways, <laughs> Dusty music. Cove. That it's sounds like a pirate's whorehouse. It is. It's super <laughs> but yeah, sounds tens lit. Of, tens of thousands, tens I, of people are listening. I'd hang out in a place called yeah, Dusty Cove. I she got a real dusty. Yeah. Met bear before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> ah, that's right, everybody. Sam's a trespasser. <laughs> Who wants to hear another poem? Sure. This one's by Emily Dickinson. Oh, another by poem. Emily. Did you know that every Emily Dickinson can poem can be sung to the yeah. tune of uh, of uh, Gilligan's Island? Every you Emily every Dickinson. Long years apart can make. The second cannot fill. It, it works. The, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna it's be, uh, because <laughs> I could yeah, not stop right. for death. He kindly stopped for me. There was nothing between ourselves but immortality. It just keeps going. That's so fire. Emily Every Dickinson Every single slaps. Emily Dickinson poem can be sung. She's got bars. Gilligan's Island. Long Gilligan's years apart. Isle. Gilligan's Island. That's this the first is called. Thing you teach. That's what you, when you're teaching, um, like Creative Writing 101, and you get to the poetry section, and you get to Emily Dickinson, that's what you teach everybody to, like, fuck them up forever. <laughs> so that every time they read Emily Dickinson, they remember to sing it like. Say what you mean, but say it slant. Yeah. This one's called 1383 by Emily Dickinson. Long years apart can make no breach a second cannot fill. The absence of the witch does not invalidate the spill. The embells of a thousand years uncovered by the hand that fondled them when they were fire will stir and understand. Here we, here we, here we fucking go. Here we, here we, here we fucking go. I do the I do the poetry reading with go the Rangers. I do go the poetry Celtic. reading with the Glasgow people at noon every Friday, so or every Wednesday. If you want to call into our Zoom, you can feel free to read your poems. Every one of their poems. Or here we, here we, here we go. They'd kick you out so fast. They're all really, um, they're all really respectful and nice. And they even use the right. They ask you to use your pro. They ask you to introduce your pronouns before you even start because they're trying to be super nice. Uh, they're nice people, and they actually listen to people's poems and then they like laugh. They're freshmen, just like witches at black masses. Go sail it. All right now, get it. Wamp 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 wamp. Everybody, what's your best accent? I can only do Iceland. I can do Icelandic. I can do Bjork. That's it. That's all I got. Really, what about you? I reckon I can do a pretty good Irishman. That's all right. Sam, what about yeah. you? Probably black. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, you're yeah, such a good one. Do it. Asshole. Do it. <laughs> we fucking hate you. If do you it. do it, we're canceling you. <laughs> it's all that urban these days. <laughs> that's, that's a one tag right there. Yeah. Can we do a Chris Rock? I do accents, but I can only do black. One rib. How much for just one rib? Substitute oh, teacher. No. How much for just one rib? Uh, Jimmy Fallon, I hear, can do a great Chris Rock impression. Dude, yeah, it's are pretty good. I watched that blackface video. Uh, yeah, it's it's his blackface video. Jimmy Fallon got outed. Justin Trudeau does. You know what didn't impression. get outed? Trudeau. You know what didn't get outed? What? Is Jimmy Fallon's Ben and Jerry's flavor still stocked at a local store near you? Yeah. Did not get can't. Yeah, uh, what is it called? Kept the ice cream deal. What? It's, it's a called good ass the ice tonight cream. dough. Yeah, it's good. It's a it's a what it is, it is what is it is it's a a mild vanilla in a thin Brown. coating of chocolate. Yeah, with some cookie dough anyway, chunks anyway. in it. Edible because cookie that's a blackface dough. joke right there. Uh, that's a really nice. good one, but really I did not oblique. understand. One, yeah, I thought you were really good. I thought you were actually describing the ice cream. What I should have done is like it's a it's a thin layer of chocolate over a mild vanilla. Yes. Just reverse them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. You have to set it up. 
Yeah, and you have to talk about Jimmy Fallon being in blackface yeah. a couple sentences before so that it'll make sense. But not right next to it, so it's too obvious. But it is hard to get. Jimmy Fallon's a cool one. I would talk about Jimmy Fallon. We only have 15, 16 minutes left. All Jimmy so. Fallon do is clap and laugh. He just goes, ha! That's all he does. He goes, ha! And blackface. And then he goes back to asking questions. He goes yeah. back to blackface after that. He has musical impressions that are pretty fucked. No lie. But, uh, He's SNL. You, you guys watch SNL auditions? You see some famous comics. Will Ferrell. I don't Will watch Ferrell's SNL. Will Ferrell's so good yeah. with the Get Off the Shed. Oh, the, the, the one that wasn't shit. recorded? Will Ferrell's like, he <sighs> just He just went... Pretended he was a worm on the ground. He got on all, all he got on his hip, and then kept his arms and his his arms together and his legs together, and he just went around the room. And he's like, "I'm a night worm. I'm a night worm." And like instead of reading the script, he just did that, it, as as his audition. What the hell? <laughs> and, they, and they were like, <laughs> "He's got it. <laughs> he's got, he's got, it. got he's it. it. A star is born. That's insane." Yeah. Because I saw, I saw the Get Off the Shed one, which is genuinely one of the best solo sketches of all time, I think. They tried to do it as like a, as an ensemble sketch on SNL, and it just sucked ass. Because how he plays every role is just phenomenal. Heightened so well. You know what I'm talking about? The Get Off the Shed sketch with uh, Will Ferrell. He did an audition for SNL, and he just plays a dad doing barbecue. And he goes, get off the shed, and it just builds off that. That's sure. Get off the shed! He just shouts it, and <laughs> yeah. he's such a good shouter. Sure, sure, he just... I love them as the cheerleader. You know, Taco, Gordo, what's coming out of your window? You got trouble. Bubbles. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Him and Sherry O'Terry are the fucking cheerleaders, and they're cheerleading for the dumbest shit. It's perfect. I loved it. Loved it. And it's super old. Too. I think the, cow, the cowbell one is his most overrated role, because that is, although it's the most iconic, I think he is an No, it's his stomach. It's his. It's no, his dude, stomach I remember I died of laughter when I first that watched that. I was also like twelve. But you forget so that funny. it's Will Ferrell, in a way. You know, I, I, I forgot that that was Will Ferrell because it's like cowbell marketing has become so much. Yeah. Step Brothers, well, Talladega Nights. Christopher Walken is what made that sketch great. I mean, it isn't like yeah. that wasn't a Will Ferrell sketch per se. Wait, can I speak like on the room for a second? Step Brothers. Bomb ass movie. Oh come on! <laughs> Straight up brave, brave. Citizen Kane about brave statement. Mary Steenburgen, who plays plays the mom, I like her a lot as an actress. She was in seventies where she took care of like a fawn in the backwoods, something crazy. Like, but I've always loved Mary Steenburgen, and she's like fucking seventy and she's still hot. So maybe yeah, she is hot. The Citizen Kane of our generation. Such a good movie. Oh my god. Wasn't all <laughs> dude, I met her. I met her. Mary Steve Bridges. I met her in a Phoenix Mary airport. Really? How the fuck did Phoenix. that ab- how did that play out? Oh maybe it wasn't. Did you approach her? It wasn't her. It wasn't her. She has curly black hair. It was some other Condoleezza Rice when I Phoenix Airport, actually. Ah, classic mix up. Condoleez, condescending. A condo sending in condos that my dad and mom pay for. Uh, condescending Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice is fire. He never got fired. Even Colin Powell, he got fired. Bar. That's kind of a bar. Thank you. That rhymed. I watched a four-part, several-hour PBS documentary uh, on TV with Was it called Ken Burns' The Civil War? It's called. I love everything. I love everything. Ken Burns. (laughs) Ken Burns baseball. It was like four days. Ken Burns is baseball is hella good. Vietnam. Vietnam one is probably the best. Civil War is my favorite. Nam is probably the best one. I've always been fascinated with Vietnam. Baseball is the best. Nam is the best one. My parents. Nam is so great. My parents' generation. My parents' generation did not. Yeah, but like the baseball what? one no, was it's about not seven baseball. Days. It's seven no, no, it's. I've just always been really stuff. interested in Vietnam because of when I was born, and it was such a close war, and it was so, like, it was right there. But we weren't even acknowledging it then. And when I was in eighth grade, I had to do this project, and I stood out in front of the mall with a VHS camera because my dad had one or whatever. And I asked people what they thought about Vietnam, and this was like in 1988. And half the people wouldn't answer me. They're and like, VHS. I don't want to talk about that. They're like, we don't talk. Why are you asking? That's. Uh, uh, we don't. We're, I don't. No. Just no one wanted. Is this going on Damn, YouTube's? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it was before YouTube's. It was in 1988. It was for a school project. It's for school. This is public property. Yeah, Actually, I can film here if I want to film here. There's going to be like 
way to connect everything. You know, you should be able to see everything one day. And if you're being high. a Karen in a specific moment that it could get back to you in the end. Karen was a really popular name when I was growing up. Too. And I mean, now I look at them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's like what it is. When you were growing up, they were like Sorry. like the generation before you they that was like a massive name and now the generation before you is just absolutely botched. used to be really Amish high. names. Yeah. Go for it. Jebediah. Yo, but hold up. Karen, it would suck style. if your name was just Karen and yeah, the kid. Imagine oh, being a kid Kevin, and Karen. Chad. Like Kyle, Kyle and Chad, they've gotten by. Imagine four-year-old Karen yeah. and her mom. Like, I can't believe I named her Karen. I knew it was a dying name, and I still went for it. Like, there are yeah. four-year-old Karens out there. Dude, I kind of always hated the name Chad. I'll be honest. Like, I, Chad, no, just, Chad I have, sucks. I have a friend named Chad. He's Everyone who's Chad like, is overcompensating for being Chad, and they're trying to be like cool and shit. Like, you're being told to that because you know, society conditions Chad. you to be a Chad. You know, and like, what's harder than that? You know the Chad that I know? It's he like got racism. wood earrings. He has earrings oh, wood. No. wood earrings now. Now he's Chad with wood earrings instead of like Chad who plays lacrosse. The Chad I know was he hella also. good at lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also he played was, lacrosse, like, and now he's got wood earrings. Damn, there were two Chads on our team. Wood earrings. Wood e- like gauges? No, they're not gauges. It's a metal pin sticking into a wood, and the only the metal pin goes into the ear. What? Wood earrings. It's wood. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like get don't get water on it because then it will rot and then you rotten wood earrings. Kind of metal. That's a good nickname. Oh, no, it's not. Or a metal band. Rotten wood earrings. Hey, I'm going over to the wa- wood rotten band. wood earrings show. Maybe a full you want to come? No, that yeah, sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, the Megadeth side project folk band is wood earrings. We should go to South America because we'd get termites. Ah, one termite. His ear. That's suck. What? We got termites in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> like a Tom Hanks termite, like a, like a castaway termite that just found uh, a piece of one and he's looking for his body. He's like, Where are you? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's a dick. He's conversationally insufficient. What <laughs> <laughs> earring? That would suck. That movie was actually terrifying at the beginning when he goes in the plane crash. Like I, I couldn't. I, it was so. Imagine so working for FedEx, dude. That, oh that part god. where he loses the ball, yeah. dude. That's the oh worst my god. part. You guys think he fucked that ball? Sure. It was inflated. I would have fucked the ball. Uh, you'd rub your, you'd rub your bone up against no, you, it. But you I mean, there was a hole in, in the it. Sand. Yeah, there was. You kiss the, the ball. Sand. Sand. You kiss the ball and you make no a way. Imagine too sandy. Oh, it gets God. in the tip. It gets in the See, tip. See, that's why we cut off there. our foreskin so we can fuck Sandy's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying a coconut <laughs> mac. Back in those days, yeah. Was Abraham was like, coconut. "Oh, I, all of this sand is getting into my smegma." See, that's how it went down. Take a coconut, mash up all the coconut meat so it's like a jelly. And then yeah. stop talking on the radio. You're a sexual. You have to get a young coconut. You know when they're all like soft and supple on the inside. Would you know? Haven't seen any of her movie. <laughs> just bake a You guys pie. ever seen Remember the Titans? Yeah. Dude, they say the c word in that. It's crazy. What Pam's joke? Yeah. You could say. You could say cunt. It's okay. No, the other one, like a, like a, like a raccoon. The blacks oh. were, yeah. I'm not even gonna say it on the air. No, yeah, I'm well, they had liberal. to show ra- the movie's about racism. If they didn't have any racist terms, it wouldn't really like, wouldn't be that good of True. a portrayal. I forgot know? how racist it was. I get it confused oh, with yeah. Rudy, and then I'm like, this is the no, racist it's, one. Yeah, this is it's it's Rudy about segregation. Rudy, Rudy was segregation. Rudy is about racism. The Irish yeah. have been subjugated for a long. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's well, no, I don't want to say it to the level of African-Americans. It's yeah. sizes. The Irish, I love that this. The Irish about the tiny guy. And being sizes autistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's sizes. Not even sizeism. Like, you just can't play on the Notre Dame football ableist. team. That's not yeah. even sizes. <laughs> that's like. You're just probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. And he wasn't. Yeah. I don't want to hate on Rudy. He was. I mean, he was better he than me in like, Sell cars. Well, that's the problem is, you know, give all, give everybody a project. And don't if you don't give them any oh, critiques, so that, no. But if you don't give people any critique, and then they you tell them that they did great and they didn't do oh, great, then they think that their mediocre, lame effort was good because you fucking told them it was good. You have to tell people when what they do isn't good enough, and that happens in the world. What you you try hard, and sometimes you try your best, and it's just not good enough. There's lots of songs about it. Hey, 
when you write a paper, sometimes you didn't get the point across because you were He's high. So or young something. and cute. Does I it don't make them sad? No, you have to make them sad because Time otherwise, place like them. otherwise like you give them cognitive dissonance and yeah. they think they're good and they're not. It's like telling a tone deaf person that they're great at singing and then they go out and cry out for something and everybody laughs at them and they're like, but I thought I was yeah, the best. Yeah, but you best. gotta be super like, you gotta be halfway on the spectrum to like really believe that you're good at something. No, no. There, I, I agree. The time and place. Stand up comedy. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The hundreds okay. of people on the stand up comedy scene who have no aptitude for this at all. Music keep worse, trying and yeah, trying and trying, and it's good that they're so trying. Some people don't ever get it, and then eventually they disappear because it's like, Dude. really, could you spend your time doing something else and stop taking my stage time? You but maybe I'm the one with the cognitive dissonance. Who knows? You never get negative feedback. Yeah, probably. Unless, because it's fucking, it's 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 mean to do it. It's time and place, you know. I When's the right time right to be like, I don't feedback. really like this. <laughs> if anybody gives you feedback, it's usually like, oh, it's so great. I think it's more common with musicians. If you go on, I know you're not on Instagram, but you see these fucking every paid promotion, like every other two posts is some fucking shitty pop rocker who has like regular default fonts on his album cover doing uh -huh. like, Paying five hundred dollars to advertise a post because their stuff is bad, you know. I think that there there is there needs to be a time and place to tell someone that like maybe this isn't for you. But how do you turn around after you've committed yeah, your entire but life the, to the something? But the thing is, too? like nobody like even dicks don't want to be that. I mean, there are a lot of people that do want to be that guy, but normal people like you have to you have to fucking pay me to go up to somebody and be like, hey fella, you're, you know the thing you've been dreaming about that like all you do is think about. Happening but and so you're garbage at it, and everybody thinks so, and everybody yeah. talks about it behind your back, but they're just too nice to say it. Like you're, that'd be you're right. you're the bad a guy in their documentary. In a context, and so I used to teach school, and in that medium, if someone fucks up, you tell them. But the problem is, you tell a kid they didn't do good enough, and you give them a C minus, and then their parent comes to you and goes, "Now why did they get a C minus? Because they did this and this." And I'm like, "It's not good enough. Do you want to see the rubric? Do you want to do you want to like grade their papers?" But everybody wants to think that their child is perfect, and everyone who writes. The problem is that once you start teaching people that their effort, that their minimal effort is good enough, it fucks everything up. Because then they don't yeah, ever try true. hard. They're just lazy pieces of shit. And then we wonder why the world's falling apart and no one wants to do anything. Because no one wants to do anything. They just want to sit around and play fucking GTA all day. Or fucking masturbate and think that they're the best. Pam, you made Retweet. your third graders write a paper on Adam Smith, okay? No, it Maybe was, it was the It rubric. was George Orwell, okay? I gotta teach the kids about the oh dystopian future young. Three third grade Al George Hudson. Orwell. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I taught. I had 1984. I taught when they were sophomores. Oh, okay. I only taught junior high and high school. I never taught kids. Dude, 1984 is something that should be taught. We didn't. That's yeah, something that got banned taught. on the book list. All I think. Really? Right? Though. No. Yeah, like, we got 1984 is, and Brave New World, which yeah, is like the should. same fucking book. Well, kind of. They are, but they're they're both dystopian. My school was teaching you to be a part no, of the different. 1984 system. They're totally different system. because 1984 is Big Brother on the outside looking at you. Yeah. Big Brother. Okay, so 1984 is about using fear. To mold people, and Brave New World is about using society and drugs and all of that and happiness to mold people. Because, like, Brave Sparkness New World is all like, that. everybody do yeah, drugs yeah, and be yeah. totally numb to everything and go to the feelies and have no connection with anybody and have all of this, whatever you want, whenever you get it. And more, yeah. um, let more stitches, <laughs> less riches, have money, buy things, hand. consume, consume, consume. Centrifugal bumble puppy, more, more, more. Whereas, fucking, I'm sorry, I've taught the book, so I know. Centrifugal. She's no, right. Centrifugal I mean, Bumble Puppy is a game that they play in Brave New World because they have to buy more equipment. So they make the really dumb people who they make dumb with the um, when they you know um, eat pills. They make babies. They 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 call it decanting when they decant babies because there's no more birthing. They make them dumb. They make them epsilons and deltas. And they make them wear different colors. But if you're a beta, you're just like a sexy girl. And if you're an alpha, you're a smart guy. Like it's this thing that they do, and then you get all the stuff. But with Centrifugal Bumble Puppy, you have to buy all of this stuff. So they make that love to work, they make them go out and do, anyway. Social conditioning in a it. dystopian futurescape, except that one side does it with fear and the other side does it with like stuff, consumerism and blindness and pretend naivete. Yeah, who and reads drugs anyway? And all that. So it's <laughs> like, th that's why they teach those books together so that you can see. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I, but, I, I Spark Notes didn't say that for me. You know, all I, I, I read it like very skinny, as like a very, it's the same kind of dystopian, same English tint, tilt on it too, from two English white guys around the same time. I didn't, I didn't understand the, the nuance. You should read it again. I I, those are two of my favorite books. I like reread them every year with a bunch of other books. Some of the stuff is Anthem. They gave us Anthem in school once, and that was fire. And Rand. Oh, 
Fire. So I've only, I haven't read that by her in a while. But I do love The Fountainhead, and I do love Seven. Those are the long ones. Holy shit. I, I read them every day. You read Infinite Jest? No, because it's I no. You're not a white I hate dude. That guy. Not a straight dude. Oh, Who wrote God. Infinite Jest? No, he's yes. a good guy. He's dead now. He killed himself. He's a good guy. He's they all killed themselves. Uh, yeah, he committed oh, suicide. Yeah, a while ago. He said he was gonna do. Yes, he did. So you craft well, an icon, especially in writing. I couldn't get into it. I didn't get it. It's an emo boy book. Uh, people have told me like you should read the. They're all the emo boys, and I'm like, it's a kid's book, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I, yeah. I read fucking fantasy. Every emo boy's read Infinite Jest. I've read every book except Infinite Jest of Dear Fox Walls. And that one, that shorter collection of short stories, the uh, supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. That's also not one of his great. He was played by Jason Segal in fucking End of the Tour with Jesse Eisenberg. You seen that movie? The very end of tour? Oh, end oh, of yeah, tour. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen yeah. that movie. That's, a one, that's, that's David a Foster Wallace. Yeah, okay, closing, amazing. closing thoughts. Quick, quick, quick. End of the tour with David Foster Wallace is an amazing movie. Where the sidewalk ends. Oh, is that Shel Silverstein? Yeah. Uh, I, I remember reading that as a Was he a pedophile? Okay, that's good. That, you're thinking of uh, some... It's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock. It's, um, it's so many things. It's, uh, uh, it's a mess, man. It really is. Just a fucking mess. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Buckhouse Square, I'm, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, it just, it, it just it turned into a, just like a hopelessly shitty day from a sh- worst shitty day to a, oh, uh, just a bad day for the, for this country. Um, and, uh, let this next two hours of music reflect that. Although I have a lot of contributors as well, so we'll get to that. So uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, this is Bug House Square. It's your mutiny radio. You've done all you need to do. A vigilante man. Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that a vigilante man. Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
Learning 
but the teacher. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to my nation. Talking to 
South Carolina with a death potential that's uncontrolled by government designers. It will house atomic waste and be a, a constant reminder that they got a great big time bomb ticking in South Carolina. Said, whatever happened to the protests and the raging? Whatever happened to the voices of the same? South Carolina and the trains will roll cross country with their cargo behind them. They could take a million lives, my brother. I need I remind you that they got no respect for human life. And South Carolina said, whatever happened to the protests and the rage? And whatever happened to the voices of the same? And whatever happened to the people who gave a damn? Didn't that just apply to dying in the jungle of Vietnam, I wonder? Just hang. 